so yeah, it was a good trip uh, to Savannah. But it was weird not eating Thanksgiving meal. Oh, you guys were down there over Thanksgiving? We drove on Thanksgiving Day. Oh, okay. We celebrated Thanksgiving with the fam the week Friday before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey. I guess you probably could have found a restaurant down there serving Thanksgiving dinner. We had arrangements for that, but it was going to be over $300 for the four of us. Uh, and I was like, let's do something different. Yeah. Let's just eat. So I think we had pigs in a blanket at the house that we. So you got to go Chinese food or something? Well, we had we got to go to McDonald's here in town before we left, and then we drove down, had one pee break, and made it there in time. And uh, my wife makes the full out pig in a blanket where it's an entire hot dog wrapped in a biscuit. Nice. It's the bomb dot com with a little Tabasco on it. Um, so that's what we had for supper. Well, I, f- I feel like which was great, by the way, Carrie. It was great. I feel like Thanksgiving has become one of those holidays you just have to like get through. I enjoy it. I mean, well, you have other things that you do on yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like, you spend that whole week in the woods. Yeah. And you're happy with that. Yeah. And I spend the whole week. The thing is a big part of it. Are y'all not together on Thanksgiving? No. no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> he goes to West no. Virginia. Now, when we did Thanksgiving with my family, which was the Sunday after Thanksgiving, we were both there. Yeah. For oh, okay. that. Yeah. But on actual Thanksgiving, I was gone all that week. Oh. And that's pretty typical she's welcome to come but she chooses to stay here and do thanksgiving with her family and yeah. stuff yeah, that so. way we don't have to well we don't have you're to you're probably anyone. welcome to stay home too she wants deer meat oh okay yeah well and y'all are weird in a, in a week because i also get that week out of school too so i have a week where i'm literally just at the house yeah y'all are weird that's <laughs> <laughs> such a weird thanksgiving <laughs> That, maybe that's I mean, maybe that's why I'm like I think feel like yeah. it's just a holiday that you get through and then Sounds after, like after I, Thanksgiving because you're not to get like, probably yeah yeah I I deer hunt it's like with at the my, bottom of the list of holidays, holidays? in I, my opinion I enjoy it I deer hunt with my brother and grandpa and family and then we do Thanksgiving with family up there Thanksgiving night and uh, she uses us Thanksgiving with her family on Thanksgiving Day as well mm-hmm. then we do Thanksgiving with my we did Thanksgiving with my family one Everybody was back in town on Sunday. Yeah, so. we did Thanksgiving at my grandparents' house Saturday when you came home. Yep. So. Well, today, um, I was knee-deep in looking at um, kind of Scandinavian, Norwegian traditions. And I ran across this because we're talking about a Norway Christmas today. Okay. And before I go any further, what's up, guys and gals? Welcome to episode 85 of the What Makes Us Human podcast. Right here is John, and over there is Hannah, and next to her is JR. We're continuing our Christmas episode. Christmas. For December. And uh, so, I don't know who the guy is. I don't watch the Viking shows. I watched a little bit of Vikings. This guy starred in one of the major shows about Vikings. Um, but he was break. He's from the area, I think. I think he's from Norway. But he's breaking down the differences in people from Norway, Sweden and all this and that and uh, Denmark. Yeah, and so yeah, he started with Denmark and then he went to Norway. And when he got to Norway, he said I'm going to pick on these people and you may not get it if you're not from, but if you are, you'll get it, you know, like that. And when he got to Norway, he said, "Now guys, you're going to disagree with me on things, but we all know you're just going to stand there and clear your throat and say it's just because I ate something, so I'm going to stand here and clear my throat for the next hour." And he got real tickled about it. And my family has for a long time asked me to mention it to my doctor, <laughs> and I have. 
and all this about, and we've tried to figure out, is it potatoes? What is it? The older I get, the more throat clearing I have to do after I eat. Okay. And it made me think that uh, as soon as he said that, these alarm bells went off because my uncle Bill did the 23 and me, and he came back majorly Scandinavian. Okay. And I was like, huh. It was just so weird that he said that. And it just really hit me right in the nose because I'm like, I do that all the time to the point where my wife is kind of worried about it, you know? I, so. I had a doctor ask me one time if uh, if I did that. And I said, I guess. I don't know if it's more than the average person or not. But he said, yeah, it looks like you have acid reflux. And that's a sign of acid reflux. Huh. So I was like, oh, okay. I have had acid reflux in the past. We are, I mean... But I my, beat it down. Yeah. My understanding is my dad's side of the family is very much descended from Vikings. And, yeah. and so we're from Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Have you seen your family? We are from that part of the world. So You're all big and broad, blonde haired and blue eyed. <laughs> You're a family of Vikings. And you like to eat nasty things. Like what? I don't know. I just should. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that I was just, I kind of went down the rabbit hole with this a little bit today. And then I realized this has nothing to do with Christmas. Certain things I was looking at, you know. Now, I did see that. I have no idea if this is tied in together. So this could be a completely irrelevant tangent. Not that we ever go down those on this show. Right. But I did see something that talked about, and I could see this playing into acid reflux, how well your body deals with dairy once once you're an adult. Hmm. Varies depending on the part of the world you're from. Okay. And I could definitely see that playing into. Yeah. But I have no idea if that's related or not. But huh. something I came across a few years back now that it just yeah. came to mind when you said that. So, Christmas time in Norway. This was kind of neat because uh, evidently I celebrate Christmas a lot like the Norwegians, which was a little bit of a shocker. Um, so, what is what is your. As a family unit, what is the way that you normally celebrate? Once we get to Christmas Eve, how do you do it? Walk us through the next eight days of your life once we get you know, on into New Year's. What do y'all do? Christmas Eve, everybody's at our house. When I was a kid, it was everybody at our house. So now we, Hannah and I, host everybody. Um, that's easier than trying to go a bunch of different places. Yeah. Everybody comes to our house. And uh, we do... I think we maybe talked about this last year, but we do stromboli and soup as the foods. What um, kind of soup? Whatever people bring. Usually there's potato, broccoli, mm-hmm. chili. Um, and I make my tortellini. Tortellini. Yeah. Um, so it just depends on what people. Tortellini and stromboli bring. on Christmas. Yeah, so. I was just about to say, it's, it seems like a very Italian kind of thing. And mine's a, mine's a cream-based soup like oh, okay. cream cheese and chicken stock so for us that's explained by the fact that my we're, we're not italian in any form or fashion but my mom's home ec teacher was first generation italian so she learned how to make all the italian dishes from oh, scratch okay. all right. so those became the special occasion you know meals but you had some surprise about your dad and your mom's home ec teacher or something there um, for a second okay so <laughs> She had home ec in Pennsylvania, and the person was first-generation Italian. Okay. Uh, so that's what she learned. But uh, after that, uh, typically Hannah and I may do something that evening with the two of us. We may wait till Christmas morning, 
It just depends on how busy the next morning, the next day is going to be. Yeah, and so how I, tired we are after hosting 30 people. Yeah. Well, with this this year, with Christmas being on a Sunday, I have a feeling that, and we, we're also not doing as much for each other because we're going out of town literally right after Christmas. Yeah. And that's sort of like our Christmas present to each other. Taking a trip. Yep. So we do brunch at my grandmother's on Christmas. Uh, big southern breakfast foods every kind of breakfast meat we i know we've talked about that before and gravy two kinds of gravy i think are you hungry after the tortellini uh well this is the next day you're 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 talking specifically christmas eve though aren't you no i meant all the way through new year's oh okay yeah yeah so that's 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 brunch Typically, we're not hungry at all after eating that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we go to her parents, might snack a little bit. I'm usually not one to eat anything. Yeah, they, and we try to push my other grandparents to as late in the day as possible because we're still not hungry. Because my mom wants to make a big traditional Christmas meal and all of Whoa. us are still full from brunch. Yeah. So we're like, let's, you know, 7, 7.30, how late can we push them to, you know, yeah. people who usually eat at 5 o'clock, how late can we push them to eat? Parents have started asking, but, like, what do you want us to fix for when y'all come over for christmas and i'm like cinnamon rolls and orange rolls and that and have some summer sausage and maybe cheese and crackers i'm like just little things to snack on during the like while we're there for a few hours yeah that's uh so that's that's the bulk of it uh now that we the last couple years now we both have schedules that have us both off for a week and a half two weeks at christmas we usually hannah and i used to take a trip between Christmas and New Year's, and uh, or we may spend, you know, take a few days and spend New Year's somewhere, however it works out. Um, so we'll be taking a trip on the twenty, starting on the twenty sixth this year. Uh, but that's pretty typical. And then New Year's, New Year's Eve, we may hang out with friends if we're in town. And then New Year's Day, we're going to do the traditional Southern New Year's foods. That I think we've talked about on this show before. So at my grandmother's. So what about you guys? A lot of food. A lot of food. So our big thing is on, used to be, and I guess it still kind of is on Christmas Eve. Um, and then Christmas Day is kind of a little bit smaller of a thing. My my parents usually come over on Christmas Day or we go over there. Um, and it's uh, not some huge party, but just hanging out and chilling together. Yeah, Chris, yeah for us, Christmas Eve is the one where you have the bulk of people uh, and then Christmas Day is smaller gatherings yep. at different people's houses. Yep. And then the week after Christmas, we're typically, it's like I'm working, but it might be almost part time. You know, like you get sent home early each day or something. Yeah. So anyway, this, it sounds like you guys are kind of the same way as this. So uh, Christmas in Norway, Christmas time is referred to as Yule, J U L. Um, and it's mainly Christmas Eve through New Year's. So Christmas is uh, mainly Christmas Eve through New Year's, the, the big celebrations for them. It looks like they kind of split up the, the Christian calendar into Advent, something called Yule often, and then Romule, Nitar, and of course Nitar is New Year's, and then Epiphany. Okay. So the big celebration for them is kind of like us, December 24th, and that's Yule often. That's where the, all the family gets together. The kids are running around. There's food on the floor. There's food on your plate. The dog sneaks outside and almost gets run over out in the street. I mean, it's just madness. Um, 
food everywhere, extended family, presents. Yeah. Uh, loud music. Yeah. It's one of the, it, when the kids were real little, it was my favorite three or four hours of the whole year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah it was just so magical. Well, you also have the anticipation, like you have the fun and the togetherness of family, but you still have the anticipation of Christmas day. Yeah. Like you still have that to look forward to. So yeah. it's just like hype on fun on. One one of my cousin's kids last year and, and amongst all the, loud craziness of them playing games and chasing each other around the house and the adults doing their gift exchange, everything that goes into that. I could, we could hear something from the sunroom because all the kids were in the sunroom. And it's like, do I hear Ozzy? <laughs> and they had, they had discovered the smart speaker that we had Christmas music on and they were going over there saying, Hey Google play crazy train. Yeah. And you know, what's like Ozzy is playing in the sunroom. All, all right. right. Perfect. It was perfect. That's good. <laughs> so Yule often um, is, and of course you have Advent. A lot of people may not know since uh, I guess, you know, church has been whittled down to people that are actually serious about it nowadays, which is probably a good thing. Um, but uh, if you don't know about Advent, look that up. It's a Christian thing. It involves candles and a little kid trying not to light his dress on fire as he's lighting the Advent candles. Um, so Google that if you want to <laughs> um, stick your nose into something Christian for a minute. Um, Yule often is the big fun time, uh, big Christmas Eve celebration. Um, so when I was a kid, I worked at Chick-fil-A and for seven years. And let me tell you, Jack, you had to eat your Wheaties and drink a Gatorade that morning before the shift started because we were at the mall. Mm -hmm. I was at the mall and Mm -hmm. it was utter, complete madness. And we closed early. We closed at six instead of nine. Yeah. Um, but Christmas Eve was so we would have these things where Mr. K, our owner, he would print off a sheet off this main computer down there under the counter each hour, and we would try to do a thousand dollar hour. Now, okay. This is back when it was cash only. Yeah. So it might be quicker now. But uh, we we were always gunning for that thousand dollar, and we got like three in a row one Christmas Eve. I mean, it was there weren't but six registers, and we were going, buddy. Um, but that was always a fun. Everybody's in a good mood. You want to have a good day that day, regardless of who you are. You know, the customers were nice. We were nice. It was just there was a little bit of magic to it. And then I I would get home, take a shower, and my grandparents would show up. And then we had this when I was a kid. Our church did an 11 o'clock christmas eve service wow so at midnight it was christmas yeah everybody said merry christmas to each other and yeah and then you went home and got up late the next day so yeah that was kind of my my yule often yeah okay um i i uh i worked at staples in high school one of a couple different jobs i had in high school but i worked there for several years and uh, my brother worked there as well and we would volunteer to work the closing shift on christmas eve when we were in high school because we were going to get off at, I forget if we closed at five or six, but I think we got off at six and uh, we were going to get home about the same time all the family was showing up. Oh, okay. So we didn't deal with the craziness of getting everything ready. The preparation. The last minute scramble for getting the house perfect and all of that. We're like, we got to work. It's awful. But what was fun was when we first got married, we had a little bit of that scramble too because we had my we would go to my grandparents' house in Union Grove for 
Christmas Eve with them. Oh, that's true. I forgot. We have that on Christmas Eve before everybody comes to our house. So. Yeah. yeah. And then we would always kind of leave a little early from that to get home. And we would also take, we would take my sister with us um, and she'd help do some last minute things and she'd hang out with us for a little bit. And the mom and dad would come and get her later. But um, the last few years since COVID, we haven't done Christmas Eve in Union Grove. We've just done it at our, at our house. Yeah. And last year, because I had all this time off at Christmas, I got the house ready early. So Christmas Eve was like, you know, he did some stuff outside, but all the presents were wrapped. Everything was clean and ready to go. I'm sitting there. I watched a movie in the middle of the day. Um, that was weird on it. We, you know, he, I was like, when you want to start cooking, he's like, oh, I got some time and I'm like, soup's on. So we're just waiting for people to show up. That's awesome. It was, it was super chill. Super chill. Yeah. Well, not, not super crazy until family showed up, but even then it still wasn't. Yeah. Until Ozzy started playing in the living room or in the sunroom. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, once you get to Christmas day, you start raw mule which seems to be kind of the heart of the Yule season, um, December 25th through the New Year. And most Norwegians are off work that week. They take vacation, they eat, and they relax. You see how y'all are doing this exact thing? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, and I bet a lot of people in a lot of societies are. So yeah. we hear Yule Tide. I don't know what Tide means, but... Um, I think it's just another word for time. Okay, Yule time. Okay, yeah. yeah. So Christmas oh, I, say, time. I don't know if that's tied to time, which was my first thought, or tidings. Oh, okay. It could be yep. that too. Yeah. So a lot of our verbiage here is is Norwegian. Yeah. Yeah, like smorgasbord and all this stuff, you know. Um, all right. Then after Romul, you have. Uh, well, no, wait. No, let's go back. So. I wrote I wrote a little bit more about uh, I'm looking at a whiteboard by the way about Yule often. So you eat from the Yule board, and that's what they actually call it, the Yule board, which means the Christmas table. I would love to see everything that these people have on this Christmas table. It, I can imagine it probably looks something like what the feast from the Ghost of Christmas Present has. Oh yeah, probably. So that's sort of what in a Christmas Carol. Yes. Yes. Oh, I was, I was, uh, I was picturing because my my uncle married uh, my aunt is second generation. Like her parents came from that part of the world, and their their foods are. Um. Yeah. He he had to convince them to start including things like turkey or ham Mm -hmm. at holiday meals. Yeah. Because it was things like the fish that's dissolved in lye. I can't think of Lutefisk? what. Lutefisk? No, it's not Lutefisk, but it's similar. Okay. Lutefisk is a different one. But yeah, um, you know, fish that you literally rot in lye. And that's that's what they were eating at Christmas. And he's like, we got to have some ham. <laughs> it, it might be the same thing that you probably heard or watched it on the Friendship Onion when Elijah Wood was on there. And he brought something for them to eat that was Sounded kind of like that. Oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I think it's. I think it's that. That's yeah. nasty. Yeah. He he said the disgusting. name. He said the name of it. It wasn't Ludifisk, but it. Was, I mean, it sounds like it was similar, but it's definitely Ludifisk as well. Yeah. So uh, they eat from the Yule board. They wear their most formal attire of the year. Okay. So you dress to really? the nines. It says the article I was reading said don't show up in jeans when I was reading about the Yule often party. Yeah, so they they dress up for this. They eat something called 
Reba or Ribba, which is seasoned pork belly. It's R I B B E. And they eat the seasoned pork belly with sauerkraut. Very German. Yeah. And uh, they might also eat something called a pina kjolt, which is mutton. That pork belly sounds good. And they drink Yulio, which is spiced beer, or Yula Bruce, which is sweet soda. So there used to be, Cheerwine used to put out. They still do. I can't ever find it. Holiday Punch. Yeah, the Holiday Punch. I can't yeah. ever find it. Yeah. And it is so good. I mean, you can make it. It's it's Cheerwine and ginger ale and pineapple juice. Um, that, I mean, that's one of the things you can make, yeah. Well, that, but I'm saying that's the, that's the one they bottle in the two-liter bottle. Yeah. Okay, so good. But, yeah, um, I mean, I've seen it the last couple of years around Christmas because one of our friends, Andrew, loves it. Yeah. So since it only comes out in like the month of December – Buy like six bottles of the stuff yeah. and hang on to it. Yeah. Yeah. And they call that U- Eula Bruce. Eula Bruce. And they make something called pepper cake or pepper pepper cake, which is uh, the gingerbread houses. Okay. Okay. And they have big displays of those on the Yule board or the Christmas table next to the pork belly. Love some good gingerbread. I was going to say, I guess someone has to like gingerbread. All right. Now a little. All right. Well, hold up. You might not like this, though. So Aldi has these little cookies that come from Germany, uh-huh. and they're called Pfeffernus. Okay. All right. And they're they they're covered in a in a white glaze. Okay. Um, and they're gingerbread cookies. Okay. I love them. I could powder these up and snort them like cocaine. I love them, but. My kids and my wife got into these two Christmases ago when I found them and instantly ran for the trash to spit it out because it takes, and I did not realize I was, I was like, man, these are the best gingerbread cookies I've ever had. And they were like, dad, that is licorice. That is not gingerbread, but it's, but it is, it's ginger. But for us, it tastes just like, and they're right. It it reminds me a hundred percent of licorice. Interesting. I'd try it. Do you like licorice? I don't really have an answer for that. Like, I the last time I probably tried to have licorice, I was a kid. No. Oh, and okay. nobody likes licorice as a kid. So. Okay. I love gingerbread. Like, a you good, have to try Pfeffernus. A good dark gingerbread. Uh, somebody we know made made like a hundred year old recipe with like a stout, with like a real dark stout in it. And oh, it was so good. Okay. But it was really good. I love gingerbread. So I try it. So yeah, try the Pfeffernus cookies from Aldi. Okay. You don't like them? I'll buy them off of you. <laughs> I'll, I, I absolutely love them. Um, <clears throat> so Trafalgar Square in London every year gets a twenty foot or higher fir tree from outside of Oslo, and they chop it down and send it there. And thanks for um, English support during World War Two. They still do that to this day. To this Very day, nice. That's really they cool. send one to Edinburgh Castle. Okay. And they send one to a set of islands that I can't remember the name of right now. So they send about three or four of these giant trees in thanks to support from the United Kingdom during uh, World War II. Okay. Nice. I thought it was really neat. Yeah. And I did this thing entirely backwards. I meant to start with some history about Norway. <laughs> and I left it off. <laughs> I looked at the wrong whiteboard. Oh, no. When I started. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Norway, uh, if you go way back, the first king's in 872, and his name's Harold Fairhair. Um, after the Battle of Harrisford, um, he unites all the tribes 
In 995, you've got Olaf Trygvason, who builds the first Christian church. If you're into this kind of stuff, you know these names. Um, 1100, they have a massive population boom. 1130, they have a civil war because they got too many people and people don't get along with each other. Um, 1280, you end up in the golden age. There's a lot of peace and a lot of money, um, a lot of food. Uh, 1349, there's too many people, not enough food. You have the Black Death. <laughs> Um, the population goes from a boom to a bust. 1397 to 1523. I like learning brand new stuff. I'd never heard of this. So in 1397, they joined the Kalmar Union. Uh, so it's Norway, Denmark, and Sweden. Okay. The three fingers there, kind of. Um, 1524, the Kalmar dissolves, but Norway, Norway remains in some sort of union with Denmark. 1814, you have Norwegian independence. Um and I can't read my right. Oh, there's a constitution that is signed at a place I cannot pronounce. 1814 to 1905, they enter into a union with Sweden. And in this video I watched of this one guy, they make fun of the Swedes like crazy. Like, they get along, but they pick the heck on each other. They're like brothers that, you know what I'm saying, poke each other in the eye. Um, so from 1814 to 1905, they're in a union with Sweden. 1905, they finally reach full independence without a union with anybody. Guess who occupies them from 1940 to 45? The Germans. And in 1952, they show they recovered with the Oslo Olympics. So, And they love Christmas. 1960. Yeah, one other thing. 1966, they have first major oil strike in the North Sea. Okay. Yeah. I have always wanted to go to, like, to that area of the world. Oh, yeah. Norway and um, Finland. And I really want to go to Iceland. If you take Norway like a clock hand and pretend that right now it's it's pointing at noon mm -hmm. at the 12 and you just spin it to where it's upside down and it's pointing at six it goes past italy wow wow i didn't realize how large that country is yeah you know, it goes into the mediterranean sea if you spin it yeah that is nuts yeah now which which one of those three countries owns greenland that I don't know. I knew there's going to be some questions in this. That, I do not know the answer. I'm thinking it's Sweden. I'm thinking it's Finland for some reason. I'm going to say New Zealand because I'm Canadian. It's not even one of them. I'm just kidding. No, Denmark. Oh, that's right. Because I always remember thinking, I'm like, Denmark is so little. So they like had to get Greenland too because they're like, now we're big. We and I think Greenland, Greenland is the most obscured, um, it's the most screwed up country when you look at a, at a globe or a map. Yeah. And because of the because of the way the earth is, the, the ball of the earth, Greenland always looks way bigger than it actually is. Yeah, right. yeah, faulty maps. Yeah, but it, 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 it is huge. It's it's it, the world's largest island that's not a continent. Right. It is, but it's also like the only, only the like bottom edge of it is really populated because you get too far into the Arctic Circle. Yeah, Greenland is mostly ice, and Iceland is green. Yeah. 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 For some reason. I don't know why they named it that way. I heard one time it was a, basically it sold as a trick to sell Greenland to another country. <laughs> I have no idea if that's legitimate or not, but it was basically, the, let's call it Greenland, and they'll think it's you know great farmland. So do you guys know what the oldest holiday is? Oldest holiday? Yeah. I would assume something like New Year's, something that's not religious dependent or... Well, Anna? it depends because different countries have different calendar or 
ancient cultures had different calendars and different New Year's. Well, I understand, but still, there's a New Year's celebration in most civilizations. So, Hannah, what's the oldest? Jared's New Year's, what's yours? I want to say something like this, like Yule or like a winter solstice or something kind of like that. So it's New Year's. Is it New Year's? Yep. Yep. Oldest holiday. Yeah, even even because even if you have a different calendar, you still have a New Year's. Eight, well, yeah, you're, that makes sense. Yep. You have to have that passage of time. So there's something, and the only other thing I got is there's something in Norwegian Christmas that has caught on here in America over the past five years in a major capitalist way. Okay. And is being consumed left and right in December's. Um, and it's called a niece, N-I-E-S-S-E. That's the only way I know how to pronounce it. But um, okay, it's a little fella with a big nose and a white beard and a huge red hat. Oh, these were it's the a gnomes. gnomes. Yeah. They were just talking about this last yes. Sunday. My yeah. cousins were talking about how it was the like it, yeah, like it's the it was the it thing yeah. that these, everybody wanted. Yeah, it's like you. I thought they were just talking about decorations. Yeah, like it's... gnome decorations. And yeah, that's that's kind of the context they were talking about was in like gnome, no gnome eyes, Christmas decorations. Just his nose, right? No eyes. Yeah, and it's but it's I'm like, I don't I don't get it. We saw one at Rural King. We saw a bunch of them at Rural King. Yeah. So um, evidently, it said that some things I was reading kept saying that yes, people say Norway. I've never heard this, but Norway's the home of Santa Claus, and there's even a town that it was bringing up. Um, but it said more than that, even more recognized than Santa Claus. There is the this the little gnome dude. Yeah, yeah. Makes me think of like I, I don't know it, gnomes and trolls and stuff. I'm like they they kind of creep me out a little bit, like even in decorations. Oh, okay. Because I'm just like. They come to life when the lights go out. Yes. Like <laughs> just small mythological creatures freak me out. Well, these evidently, these this is where these guys are from. And over the past four or five years here, it's gone bonkers. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I had not heard about it until they mentioned it last Sunday. But apparently it's a thing because they said it. And there's a name for that where somebody says something and suddenly you start seeing it everywhere. Oh yeah. Like you didn't notice you know, it before. Like, there's a term for that effect. Yeah. Like, when you get right when now. you buy a new car, you start seeing your car everywhere. Down. Yeah. Yeah. But um you think something is repeating more. No, you're just noticing it. Yeah. But yeah. It it was brought to my attention last Sunday and now the first store we walked into with Christmas decorations, we went, Oh, there's a bunch of those things. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. They're all over Hobby Lobby too. And uh T J Maxx and Marshalls and Everywhere. Target. I was in Target last night for the first time in years. See, now that I do reselling, what do they see? I, I don't go into, I buy stuff off of those platforms. Yeah. I can't bring myself to pay retail hardly. But I went into a Target yesterday and was like, dang, they want a lot of money for a shirt. And then I was like, hey, there's one of those little guys. One of those little nuts. Yeah. 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 So, well, that's uh, a little bit of a, just a drive by slowly at, uh, Christmas in Norway. I just thought it was random, but something I'm kind of interested in. I learned about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I need. I've got. I've had a 23andMe thing in my drawer for a while. My wife got me not too long ago, and I need to. I need to go ahead and do it and send it off and see what it says. I want to do one of those, but I have a feeling it will come back as like ten percent everything. No, oh, you know, yeah. you're a mutt. Yeah, pretty much. Welcome to being an American. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Pretty much by now, everybody's a mutt. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I know there's 
obviously because of the area we settled in, Scotch Irish. There's probably some British. It's probably a lot of a lot of Western Europe. Yeah, maybe what, a little bit of American Indian. What drives me nuts though is when somebody here in in the in the, in the colonies. Here in the states, says they're like sixty percent Native American. I'm yeah. like, I see Ola himself was one third white for, <laughs> yeah. for crying out loud. Come on, you yeah. know what I mean? And I'm talking about somebody that looks like me and you, you know? Yeah, yeah obviously English. Yeah. So, all right. Well, there we go. All right. You got anything else? What are we doing next week? Do we know yet? Yes, but I'll leave it a leave secret it for that. now. Yeah. Okay. All right. It'll it'll kind of tie into this a little bit, surprisingly enough. Okay. Um, but it's on trolls and gnomes. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Thank you. So, but we will continue our Christmas uh, episodes next week. You can uh, find us on social media at WMUH Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. You can email us WMUH Podcast at gmail.com. Reach out to us. Let us know uh, what your favorite Christmas traditions are. Right. Like, <laughs> sate, and subscribe. I might as well butcher it while I'm at it. Why not? We'll see you next week. Later. <laughs>